Welcome to episode number 302, Camp for Kids. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe Heck. Goose and Morris, Camp for Kids. In this episode, the crew welcomes back special guest Morris Derry. We cover topics that range from summer camp for kids, teen center community updates, relationships, mentorship, opportunity, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Franklin D. Roosevelt and Colin Powell. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, Morris, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Oh, man, thank you guys for having me back man it's exciting it is exciting man it's, I, I like i like running into you guys man for sure so, and i definitely yeah. follow you guys on social media so i see what you guys are doing it's great so so we'll talk a little bit about how we connected to get to this episode but morris has uh been on the show before specifically episode 160 uh and 199 which was back in 2019 wow uh so he was on uh or i'm sorry june of 2020 and the first one was uh uh, in 2019 wow. so uh three years ago and two years ago wow. so uh we were at a mutual friend's house right uh, at a cigar uh little party it was like a like a you little, can put him out there you can put antoine out there yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know you could be you could put him out there so so antoine lovelace has uh, actually been on the show yeah. um and he he threw um kind of like a little uh like a little networking thing with uh, cigars, yeah. and uh, he actually opened up his house for us to gather, so it was dope. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple of church friends over. Anyway, so we bump into a bunch of people we knew, but uh, Morris was one of them. And you tell you tell the yep. the listeners it was like I was literally just. I thought of you today because I posted something golfing with my brother Hector, right, happy right, birthday right, or something, right. and you're like, "That's who I need to connect." Yeah, with. And I was, yeah, definitely because I saw that and I was just like, you know, I've been trying to connect, you know, just get a few things out there in the community. It was a better way than mm. reaching out to people in the community who do things like you guys do, and then. Yeah. I was just thinking about you guys, yeah. and then I come walking in Antoine's yard, and the first people I see you guys, I'm like, <laughs> you know, God always has a find, you know, God yeah. finds a way to, you know, put people out there for you, yeah. you know, you get, sure. I'm going to reach out, I'm gonna, I got your phone number, I'm going to reach yeah. out, and then you never do, and then, you know, right, right. Yeah. and then you just bump into it, like, oh, yo, I've been meaning to talk to you, you know, you know how it goes, so, yeah. so it's great, so. So the first two episodes uh, Morris was on for were titled No More Pain and then No More Pain uh, Part 2. So briefly explain what No More Pain is and then obviously if you're listening, check out episode 160 and 199. Yeah, definitely check out those episodes. We we covered a lot of addiction. We covered a lot back then. Um, um, But what is No More Pain? No More Pain Incorporated. So uh, short version of No More Pain real quick is a mentorship-based program. We mentor men and women who are coming out of prisons, um, rehabs, things of that nature. Um, right now, we are holding back on no more pain, and, and fo- I need to focus on some other things. But we're gonna, we're still doing our community um, events, like our Thanksgiving event, our Homie Claws event, yes, um, and our, our Philadelphia events. Um, but the mentoring itself, you know, you don't really get. Know too much people behind. If you don't get too many people behind it, you really can't go nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna wait on that. But yeah. again, no more pain. Still out here. We're still gonna change. You know, be a part of things. Um, I network with um, um, Antoine and Dante Reeves. Yeah. Uh, with their organization, Pact. Uh, so we got this big Thanksgiving event coming up. You guys know about that. So yeah. please, if you guys hear about us doing that. Um, definitely involved. But no more pain, man. It's just you know, you know, organization. That was a vision of mine. 1996, when I was incarcerated. Um, 2014, we made it a nonprofit organization, and I'm uh, just trying to get out there in the community, just trying to make a difference wherever I can. So that's yeah. what No More Pain is. 
I love it. Um, all right, so let's talk about how you got started with the industry of camp for kids. How did this all come together uh, when we were having a very, you know, a hang loose conversation at Antoine's? You were just, you know, you got approached. They knew that uh, what you were doing in the community already. Right. And uh, so explain a little bit of how, how that happened. How so, that- you know, just, you know, I guess being in the community doing what we do, um, you know, people seeing what me and Antoine, Dante, and others can do in the community, people want to get involved. So, um, I'm pretty sure they don't mind me putting a name out. Penny and a Tim Morton, who run um, Camp for Kids organization, they reached out to me, um, wanting me to be a part of their camp that they do. Um, um, so it's like kids from my own community go to this camp in August, and I thought it was a great opportunity. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, it's, it's our kids in our own community. It's Philadelphia kids and kids in our own community. So why not be a part of that? Um, so. You know, I wanted to network with them. You know, through no more pain with, so I started networking with them and got Antoine and Dante a, a part of it. We got a few sheriffs that are a part of it, um, a lo- local uh, sheriffs that uh, do the resource uh, officers at I think Truman and around the community. Okay. They run an organization called the Pathfinders. Okay. So you know, all of us together was just like, you know, let's be a part of this camp. So the camp led to. Um, a possible teen center in the Shandy Mall, which we got the keys a couple of days ago. So, oh, nice. me and Antoine were at the mall last night, at the Shandy Mall, looking at the the the, uh, the layout of the of the building that we got, and we're just going to go in there and, and and make it comfortable for kids that are uh, in our area. So, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, more details on that will come, but it's just, yeah. you know, the camp itself. Um, and if anybody who is listening. Um, the camp is like August 25th through the 28th. It's a Thursday through to a Sunday. Uh, we still are looking for men counselors. So, um, you know, just got to have your um, uh, child abuse uh, clearance, you know. So that's one of the things it really takes. You know, you, they can call me, get a hold of you guys, get a hold of me. Yeah, I'll put my number and information out later. Um, but it's a, good, it's a good opportunity for people to get involved because, again, it's – Kids in our community, kids who look like me, look like, you know, a lot of people in the community. Um, and it's not just about, you know, that neither, you know. Um, it's a Christian camp. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video I did. Me and Antoine did the camp. It's a beautiful camp. Um, so we went up there checked it out. Wow. So it's going to be fun. And, you know, and we're going to put our own little twist to it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. again, though, thanks to uh, Penny and Tim Morton, um, you know, we wouldn't be talking about this camp, you know, or I wouldn't be a part of it. And, 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 and there were two beautiful people who, who, are, who are trusting in me to run this uh, be a part of this camp and run this teen center in the Shamney mall so it's a big you know yeah, man. you know like when you know god closes one door he opens another you yeah, know yeah, so absolutely. and he didn't really close the door when it comes to number of pain like i just said i'm not getting the support i need to do my mentoring right, you know? right. um but he opened up this door so you know i might now hey i might not be i can still mentor men and women but now i'm gonna have an opportunity to mentor young yes. men and women yeah, you know what yeah. i mean who you know who who have I may be able to help them not get into the system like mm-hmm. I was, you know right, what I mean? Right. Opportunities. When I was a young uh, man in and now trouble, there wasn't these mentoring programs. Yeah, they had the big brothers and sisters, but you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. really that mentoring. Yeah. Mentoring like what me, Antoine, and Dante, and the rest of these guys are really trying to mm-hmm. portray yeah. this teen center. So yeah. look forward to that, man. Yeah. So who qualifies? Like what? What kids qualify for this? Is it do they have to fill out an application? Is it just they just show up? Like how does it work? Well, I know that initial like you know preliminary uh, you know ideas were um, so nothing's like you know signed, sealed, and delivered when it comes to the rules or whatever sure. of them all. Uh, we were at first going to do like during the week make it kids who are registered. So the kids who attend this camp, we're gonna have first um, dibs at the mall, go okay, register okay. In there. So okay. actually, it's gonna be, you know, um, uh, Antoine may have designed a great outlook for this, um, um, a plan for this teen center. Yeah. So there's gonna be like a gaming area, learning center, information center. You know, as kids can get in there, get resources, thing like yeah. that. But I was juggling my head today, like. You know, I'm big with the 2K and the football and the PlayStation, doing like tournaments and things like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that would draw yeah. people mm-hmm. in there. Our biggest thing now is trying to find out who we want to name it after. Okay. Um, I think me and Antoine are going there tomorrow to um, do a video there okay. and just you know, because we we need people's donations and help to get this place really going. Um, but you know, so it's it, I don't know, man. It's just gonna be. A, I'm excited about it. I stand there last night with Antoine. We we're just like floored by it. So just good. the whole. 
the the plan that we got for it yeah, to be amazing. Yeah. So hopefully we change a lot of kids' lives in this park. So is it going to be like? Is it going to be like hourly set? Like yeah, that's specific what I hours. About. You know, I mean, you all get me talking. About. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> so like I said, you know, we're trying to during the week it be registered kids. You know, okay. you know yeah. who registered or whatever. How we do it to come in and then on the weekend open it up to the public. Mm. Uh, you know, what I'm saying something like that. You know, because by the time it opens, school's going to be back in, so it's really not going to open till like three thirty till it's small. Closes. Right, right, right. You know, something like that um but in the summertime it's going to be a great i think uh, doing those tournaments and things like that it's going to really bring kids to it so yeah. we'll see how it all works but so what does mentorship mean to you and what's the importance right you you spoke specifically you know maybe in in your era the time when you grew up there wasn't necessarily a program out there locally that provided that mentorship so to speak that you know we needed what 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 does it mean to you and you know how can you share that you know through camp for kids well you know uh I, you know i'm a quotist and i i'm a poet i write books you know do things like that and i always say to be a real role model is to be willing to share your triumphs your trials and your tribulations as you experience them yeah you know i'm, I'm somebody you know we go through things you know so i think in mentoring you know your goal is to be that person who's going to help somebody change their own life yeah. However that means. You know yeah. what I mean? Whatever it takes. You know, um I've mentored men, women, kids, you know, in this twelve years of being out here in the community and it takes you know, it takes a lot to do, you know what I mean, in the sense yeah. of you, you, you gotta change somebody's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, I'll give you an example. I think I talked about it in one of the other podcasts. Um when I started doing this I'm always in Kensington, you know, some people you're helping out, some people, you know, just fighting you. And it was a drug dealer who was selling stuff who I inspired to change. I inspired that change his life. Like he lives in California right now hmm. and actually does a mentoring program similar to what I'm doing. Wow. You know what I mean? And That's he used cool. to sell heroin in the streets of Kensington. So wow. if I can change that person's life, I'm trying to get him back to do my impact story, but you know, he don't really want to tell a story. Yeah. You know, I film because a lot of people don't know his past. He just went out yeah. there and changed his life. He didn't yeah. really tell those people what you know what he's about. Um, but you know what I mean? So if I can do that, then you can change, you can kind of change anybody, you know, in a sense. So mentoring is about changing, the, to me, mentoring is about changing somebody's life for the better. Absolutely. And related to that, talk a little bit about relationships and building that relationship and building that rapport with these kids um, that you, we all have, as you mentioned, to, to for mentorship, it's sharing that past, sharing that trials and tribulations. I feel like... The most impactful stories we heard was when it was not may or may not have been an underdog story, but it was when someone more than likely hit rock bottom right. and overcame that and right. uh, it became triumphant. And that is what resonates. Like my story can resonate with a specific group. Your story can resonate with a specific group, right? How do you build that through sharing your story um, and then inspire people, kids, teenagers to change? You just gotta, you gotta be real. Yeah, absolutely. One thousand percent. Absolutely. Kids these days are not stupid. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They can see, they can see fake a mile away. Absolutely. When me, Antoine, and Dante spoke at the prison, I don't know if you saw that post. We spoke at the prison over on State Road. Yeah. And it was, it was kids who were facing murder charges, kids who were never going to come home. And walking into that prison... And talking to those kids was like, and, and I thought going in there, they don't want to hear shit. They got nothing yeah. to lose. Well, yeah. they, they just probably doing this just so it looks good. Yeah. You know, buy some time. But they listened. They sat there and they they listened to us. They listened to us talk. You know what I mean? Wow. And and then they're they had questions after. These kids are probably, you know, you know, God forbid, hopefully they, whatever they, you know, can work out, whatever. If they get out, they get out. But these are kids that don't want to, that might not ever get out. And they want to know about Dante's demolition company wow. <laughs> they want to know about barbershop stuff they want to know you know i talked about my past and my situation yeah. they want to they and then they're asking questions so i left feeling like we inspired them somehow some way wow now i've been to prison so i know when when they go to the state penitentiary if that's where they go their whole life's going to change they're going to they're probably really not going to remember us but i think one day down the line they're going to be like oh remember that you know something yeah. Yeah. Because it was that deep where I really thought that we would get backlash from the people we're talking to. But it was really about business and about understanding business and about changing their lives. So hopefully we did leave an impact on them. So. Yeah. 
um, for for what you have put into uh, Camp for Kids this month, and a lot of this is just brainstorming, and what do you hope to get out of it? Is it an ongoing thing? Is it just this, you know, one time, whatever, and then you launch something else, or is it, what's the expectation for you? Well, the expectation for me, man, is to have a successful camp, number one. Yeah. Um, get kids to attend. You know, yeah. I want more of the kids to attend next year. Get more adults involved, more volunteers involved. I think that's key to, to anything we do is our volunteers, you know, and God bless the volunteers. Um, but with this camp, I think it's going to not open up doors for me personally in a sense. Like, I mean, I think I'm going to build with this organization, but I think it's going to allow me to open up doors for other people by getting people involved and yeah. seeing this camp and being a part of these. They do, like, I think... Uh, and, and I hope uh, I'm not wrong, but I think they do like five or six camps a year. They do an yeah. autism camp. They do a military uh, camp for kids. You know, they do a different wow. camp. So yeah. I'm a part of this one, and hopefully, well, next year I'll be a part of all of them. Um, so people need to get involved, man. Yeah. And you know what? Not even, in, in, you know, to get involved with campforkids.org, but there's many different organizations that are out there. So yeah. I'm not just going to promote my organization no more paint or camp for kids. Yeah. You know, there's the millions of organizations out here that are in these streets on the front line that really don't get recognized. So, you know, if you're an organization out there, like, you know, be a part of it, you know, get, get people to be more a part of you. Come on podcast, go on, yeah. you know, you know, your posts and make, you know, get people involved somehow, some way, because people will get involved. Yeah. Um, and again, like or the Dante and Antoine's organization, the PAC, you know, they help kids all year long. You know, you, you know, you know, yeah. um, you know, so, you know, and they don't, you know, they're not out there for that recognition like that. You know, when they, right. they brainstorm, they come out with a post out there, people support them and they move on. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, that's kind of how, like, I want to know more pain to be like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, we want to be one of the leading nonprofit organizations in, in, the, in the area. You know what I mean? Um, but and I feel we are because I feel like like Dante and their organizations like we're we're, we're real organizations, right? You know what I mean? We don't get yeah. funded. We don't get. Yeah, right. We have to hustle for our money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And we're still out here. Right. You know, 12 years later, I'm still out here. Yeah. You know, you know, grinding and trying to help people. So yeah. it was crazy at the um at this Puerto Rican Day Festival, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting there. I'm talking. It was Dante's wife. I think she had her little tent, and I'm talking to her, and um, some lady walks up on me and was like. I know you, I know you. And I'm like, what's going on? And she yeah, was yeah. like, you changed my life. And wow. I was like, exactly. I was like, in my head, like, all right. Well, I'm not, you know, knowing who this lady is. And I'm like, looking at her, I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you're Mars Dairy, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I know you from Facebook. She's like, I've never met you. Just, I, you, oh, you've wow. mess, I've messaged That's you. Dope. Through, you know, on there, and you, wow. you put me in the right direction. Did it, and she's like, "You, you, you changed my life." Well, so I was like, "I just got the chill." Yeah, right. Yeah, so did I. Yo, so I was like, in my head, you know, I'm like, "Wow, that's you know, yeah. you know." But later on, when I left and went home, I was like, "Yeah, man, this is why I continue to do it." You yeah. know, and it's not, you know, I didn't post about that or nothing because yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, some people do you know post just to brag, and it's just like I held that in because I. To me, that's like personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. absolutely. Because I don't know this girl, and you yeah. know what I mean. I, even when she told me how I helped, I'm like, dude, I've that helped works, a lot of people that way. That worked right over social media. Like, like you, like she said, she's never met you in person. Never met me in person. And you just message her back and forth, and she comes out finally meets you, and she's like telling you about it. Yeah. Like, that's a great feeling. And I'm asking that's, another guy who I'm like, he was walking with. I'm like. I don't know her. He was like, told me her name. I still don't remember her name. I'm like, I just don't remember. (laughs) No, but you know, it goes to show like when we're out there in the community doing things for people or whether it be over social media, just a text or when you point somebody in the right right direction. I mean, people will text me and I'm like, or call me about a problem. I just say, all right, we'll call this number. Mm -hmm. And then, Thank yeah. you. It worked out, or you know, I didn't get luck with that number. You know what I mean? Whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, we you can change people's lives without clearly without ever meeting them. Yeah. So when I post things, like if you go down my timeline on on, on any social media page outside my daughter, you know, everything else is just po- you know, including my daughter. I mean, everything's positive. Right. You know, yeah. you know, regardless of what's going on in my life, everything yeah. I'll post will be about positive things. Yes. You know, hoping that you know people get on that on that roller coaster. Yes. You know, you, know, you go down some people's timeline, you see, you know, after yeah. world, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. God loves me, and yeah. it's like, like, like so, an emotional roller coaster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had this thing since day one to not, it, regardless of how I'm feeling, whatever. 
not post anything negative. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it was always been if I'm if I'm not feeling the best mood, don't post anything then. Right, right. But then when I'm back, bang. So if you look at it, it's very consistent, just as you're saying. And then you get the funny comments, or I get like yeah. inbox where it's like, oh, you're so lucky, you're always so happy. But I was like, yeah. no, I just don't promote negativity. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, right. I promote positivity. Right. So that and so that's all I'm going to give you. <laughs> and I decide to wear challenges different than you maybe decide how to wear them where some some people might have a chip on their shoulder and just walk around like that and just angry and mad at the world and they might have every right i don't know but i might and you won't know that but i'm because i'm not wearing it that way i'm wearing it totally different um and i'm using it in the in the meanwhile i'm trying to convert it to positive energy instead of using that negativity that's holding me down um trying to convert that energy into something positive and and outlet it way different um and i think that's key Uh, there's tons of time man there's tons of times where i'm I'm sending a text message to my wife and i'm like yo (laughs) i'm negative as heck right now but it's too it's it's to my person though it's not to the world and you you wouldn't know that looking at your Anytime you post, it's all, you know, you're yes, about yeah. your family, you're yes. positive, you're promoting everything you guys are doing. Yeah. So, and that's how you should be. Yeah. But, like, again, like, when I'm in a personal conversation with somebody I'm mentoring, I'll, that's when I'll open up and like, exactly. hey, you're going through this, well, exactly. I'm going through exactly. this. Exactly. So, you yes. know what I mean? So, the one on one. Help ones. each other out, right? You know, but I when mean, you're in a position, when you're in a position, whether, you know, you're a politician down to a nonprofit leader, you got a, a position of influence. A p- position of influence. You have to sometimes, well, mostly all the time, all the time, be this yeah. particular person. Yep. You know what I mean? And sometimes, which I'm probably going to get into tonight, you know, you get pulled off of that square. Yeah. You know what I mean? For At the sure. end of the day, we're all human. You know what I mean? For we all sure. have feelings. Mm-hmm. We all have emotions. We all go through things. You know yeah. what I mean? So for me, so every time I'm out there and I'm posting all this stuff, I believe everything. I'm, everything I'm posting, I believe with all my heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and but at the same time, a lot of things that you see me posting about, I'm dealing with behind closed doors. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Not me personally, but people who are who are or who are in my life are dealing with these some of these same things that you see me talking about. So when you have to go out there and and you know and <laughs> and be that person that inf- you know that person of influence, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It's definitely Absolutely. hard to be there every single day. You know what I'm saying? It's lights, camera, action. Yeah, it's, at it's tough. all times. Let me tell you, it's t- and then especially when you're somebody who, you know, is you know, you know, comes with a pass because yeah. yeah, they'll always let you know that you have a pass. Yeah, you know what oh I mean? yeah. yeah, they give you that friendly reminder. No yeah. mind or how, no, <laughs> no matter how high you grow in that in that tree yep. of success, man. If you have a pass. It's They'll so always remind you that just you have to kick you down to see if just they to can let bring you down. know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it you sucks, know. I'm, I'm going that. through something, you know, and and you know, but you have a past. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I was 21 years old, bro. Yeah. I'm 48. Yeah, yeah. You know, Come you're on. still yeah. bringing that up. Well, yeah. you know, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you know, you, you know, being in that position, it's it, it's it's really tough. Knowing that you got personal stuff you got to deal with, you know what yeah. I mean, and you still got to go out there every day. So yeah. And so, you know, jumping off that and something that you said earlier when we first um, when we first met at Antoine's or when we met at Antoine's, um, you had mentioned like, oh, my gosh, you're you you were the exact person I needed to talk to. Right. right. And my response was quick, like, yes, let's do it. Let's right. make it happen. Right. right? And it's a very important message um, because I, I'm going to ask you a question when I roll off this is to support each other in these moments of whatever they are the experience what we're all experiencing because everybody's going through something and we don't know a hundred percent what it is right. um but to, to to explain a little bit what's the challenge because you had mentioned it earlier about um you know maybe a lack of support for you know certain initiatives what what's the importance of everyone rallying around these this positive movement and 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 really stepping up really because you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm not getting involved with that. I'm not getting involved. Right. Listen, this is our platform. The Rotated Views podcast is our platform. This is our form of help, right? right. Like, this is what we're good at. Yes, <laughs> we're going to help. I, a lot of people, God bless, a lot of people think they, they have to help and, oh, oh, my gosh, I would love to help, but I'm not, I can't be a counselor. I'm not really right, good at right, that stuff. Right, it's like, right. But what can you do? How can right. you chip in? You know what I'm saying? So talk about that, that people can help in different ways. It doesn't oh, yeah, have to be. I'm, 
like like we like in this nonprofit you know world like a lot of things come from donations so right mm-hmm. you know what it is whatever it's volunteer hours whether it's people whether it's financially everything comes with donations so yeah if you really are involved in an organization or like an organization or like what they're doing get involved with them help them out mm-hmm. however it may be you know like my biggest thing with my organization and my board you know will tell you guys i have a board and they'll tell you i always said I don't want nobody's money unless they believe in what I do. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's awesome. Mm. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Don't, I'm not doing no GoFundMe. I want to do a GoFundMe. I'm no. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to exceed what I want. So if we're doing a GoFundMe for $5,000 and I get a million, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People get that, you know, they get in yeah. their head, you know, yeah. what are they really doing with the million? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. IRS wants to start knocking on your <laughs> yeah. door. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. and I'm, I'm shooting up there with a million, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of you know, and you don't want to put that, I never want to put, because I have a past. So people don't have to tell me I have a past. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Clearly. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's you. Right. It's me. Right. But you know what I'm saying? You don't have yeah. to tell me. I know I have a past. So I know that everything I may do when it comes to this nonprofit or anything else is going to be looked at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every mistake I make in life, personally or whatever, is going to be looked at. Yeah. And again, like I said, somebody's going to always say, well, you have a past. So mm-hmm. whatever. So in this in this nonprofit world, we we really thrive while people donating. Like we have a, a pantry in the Shiny Mall now. Wow. People donate some, you know, canned foods, you know, whether it's one can or ten cans. Yeah. You know, you know, like you'll see those commercials. Remember UNICEF and all that, you know, you yeah. pennies and two cents. Yeah, yeah. People do it. It adds up. It adds mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like, so when it comes to my organization, when I was with No More Pain and I was trying to do all these fundraisers. Yeah. It's to me, to me, it's, yeah, I have the support of like, say, the probation department, things like that. Sure. But you're not going to really get contract or granted. Right. Grant yeah. money. You really got to go after private funding. Yeah. Um, and it's cool because uh, your neighbor is me and her going to put something together at Jewels at Market, hopefully come in January. Yeah. To hopefully get no more pain running on that sense. So if that comes, great. You know what I mean? I'm just one of those people like, I wait till I see it. I mean, me and Jules are cool. I know it's going to happen. She'll make it work. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to wait till January until yeah. me and her start planning it. So, you know, things like her, you know, you guys, people who do come out support. Uh, these organizations, uh, the things that we do in the community is great, but yeah. we need more people to do it. Mm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm doing the homie claws and I'm riding through the Bristol Christmas parade and I got a can that says donations, I'm only leaving with 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Like, yeah. Thank you. I'm going to, yeah. you know, but, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Do yeah. a little bit more. Or, hey, I can't give you no money, but I can volunteer. You need volunteer. I get that a lot, though. So people yeah. do reach out yeah. about volunteer. How else can we get involved? So it's not always about money. Yeah. And if you and if an organization makes it about money, then it's just, you know, to me, they're they're full of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I want the money last. I want people to believe what I'm doing, want to get involved, want to volunteer, want to mm-hmm. see how they can bring value to the organization. So, What's your favorite part about the uh, what all the initiatives that you're part of, you're doing? Um, not have to be the favorite part, but one of your favorite things about um, is it is it hearing the stories back? Like on Puerto Rican Day, you met someone who said you they, you inspired them, or you, they changed you changed their life. Um, is it just the feedback, the general feedback, or uh, when you're doing homie calls, is actually giving someone a gift? You know that right. that feeling. What, what's like what's one of the the good feelings? I'm gonna tell you, and this and this people are probably gonna be like, wow, he went that way. When we did that Black Lives Matter march, yeah, mm-hmm. that gave me the greatest joy. Yeah, and I'll say, no, mind you, I the homie calls, everything else I do gives me probably just as much. But doing that event, speaking, you know, going out there, being a voice, standing up, kneeling, I went to probably forty different marches in Jersey and and and, and out here, and being a part of the one we did right in this community, mm. that gave me so much. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say closure, but gave me so much peace of mind mm. of knowing where my family came from, mm. uh, what my family dealt with. If you go over to the Harry Tubman statue and look at one of the um, the one plaque that's down there is um, one of the first African American families out here. It's my last name. Wow. You know, so our history, my family's history, is rooted. So my grandmother, man, I think if she was alive, she would have been the the proudest person of me yeah you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. she sure. would have been proud you yeah. know so that march was the bomb to me yeah in a sense of feeling and then and the one i did in doylestown and i was standing in the middle of the street with my hands up and i don't know if you saw the picture of the cop grabbed my arm yeah um to me that was powerful for me to do that i felt 
not not powerful, but I felt what I was doing was a powerful statement movement. Yeah, right. and I was happy to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like the, the Juneteenth event, um, the first one we did out here. Like, I felt like me and Cora, you know, we were the founding fathers or whatever you want to call it that. So whatever, the, you know, I wasn't a part of it this year, so to speak. But when they continue that on twenty years from now, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. When you can do things that 20 years from now you're going to remember, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Those are the things that give me the proudest moment. Like the homie clause that hopefully somebody takes that over from me when yeah. I'm a little older. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And other yeah. things that you do, like when you said well, like the lady who I inspired, that, that joy is mine, but it's also hers. And I want yeah. her to have that yeah, joy. Yeah, yeah. You know, she feels like I helped change her life. That's you. Yeah. You take that joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My joy comes in being a voice and really standing up for for the things I believe that matter, you know, and and and, and my daughter, you know, what I'm yeah. saying like being a father to my daughter. You guys see, cause I share her with the world. Yeah, yeah. And it took it took you know, and when my daughter was first born, I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not being that that personal so to me because before my daughter, I'm like, nah, my baby, this baby, that. You know what I mean? And then I think my daughter was like four months before I even posted a picture. Yeah, you know, and and you know she. The last six years, you know, she's six, so the last six years, has, she had really put the glue that keeps me together, so. I love it. So, you know. I love it. <laughs> so, I've been having this, a very similar conversation just throughout, just me living life, and it could be, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, just at a, at a social gathering, and I'm talking a lot about not necessarily work-life balance, but balancing the highs and lows. And what I mean is, uh, when when you're you know, when you're in a specific position or whatever it is, you catch everything. So you're gonna get all the highs, like oh my gosh, that was the best thing ever, and you're gonna catch the lows, like that was the, my worst experience. What are you gonna do about it? Right. And those two things can happen within five minutes of each other. Right. And so the the question is, and and, and you, you could you know elaborate on what your your take is on on it all. How do you go, how do you manage from one high to one low, from one high to one low, and keeping almost, not to say keeping your sanity, but keeping your cool and keeping your composure and almost positive mindset through it because it's draining. Right. Um, and I, obviously, it, it's been heavy on my mind because I've been having it for the last like three weeks to a month I've been talking about it right, a lot right. and so like and it just coming it's coming out again I'm just getting everyone's take on it so what's your take on so it so you mean like personally or just both, both? so that's my thing wow, so it's wow. like getting 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 <laughs> going from like it's, it's getting tough. hit hard from work right, right. and you're busting your tail off right. and doing everything you're doing there and then coming home and there's so much excitement you're like ah, blah, 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 right, and you're right. my, I'm just coming from like one of the worst days at work right right, right. and then it's like I don't want to put that on them. It's not their problem. It's right. not their fault. Right. And then, or the you know the opposite, where I had the best day at work, and then right. it's like, oh no, my my kids are driving me crazy right, right now. Right, right. And how do you navigate through that? Oh man, bro, that's like that's a, like an hour long question. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad question, bro, because it's it's tough, man. Like, yeah. you know, it's tough. Yeah. You know, you get like again, it's like a it's, you know, I got an organization to run. I have to, I have a detailing business I have to run I, yeah. I'm a you know a single dad I have my daughter full time you know what yeah. I mean so it's like it, it's hard like yeah, you know we absolutely. just talking about them being positive and you know dealing with you know custody issues and yeah. oh my god so yeah so I get you know, I, yeah. you, know you go through those highs and lows yeah. you know one day you're like alright great 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 you know today <laughs> was great had some work at the shop you know everything's good people got fed yeah. and you come home and there's like Doyle's town letter you gotta go to oh, custody court like, yeah yeah <laughs> You know, so then yeah. you're like, oh, then, you know, you got to try it, but I still have to walk in my house. Like, my daughter never sees me ever mad. Amazing. Or or upset, or she probably seen, you know, me yelling, you know, before at somebody, yeah. but she's never, like, like, like I'm good. Yeah, you know, yeah, When yeah, I walk yeah. in my door, I, I try to be that same person, even if I'm going through it. Yeah, if yeah. I'm going to go... And then and, and cry or whine about something. My door will be sleeping. I'll be in my room. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not, you know, and, you know and, and, and I try to tell my daughter, like, you're, you're in control of your mind, you know, no yeah. matter what goes on in life. Yeah. You know, negative, positive, you know, you're in control of your mind. So, yeah. you know, it's tough, bro. Yeah. That's a hard question. That's yeah. a tough question for anybody to answer. Yeah, anybody. absolutely. Because 
it's like juggling. You gotta yeah. and you gotta make sure it's everything's right all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you do fall yeah. or have a slip, it's just tough. Sometimes it's tough to bounce back up, you know. And but you got to, bro. However, you gotta get back up. You gotta get. Like, I'm going through it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> trust me, I'm going through it now. Yeah, for you know, sure. So, you know, it's tough dealing with, you know, my custody issues. You got, you know, you know. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, and you know what? You know what's. It just like sparked something in my mind um, to, to how that conversation even started was managing the highs and the lows and being, a, you, you mentioned, you know, speaking to your daughter about this, you're in control of your mind. It's being that example. That's what always trips me up is like they're watching. Mm-hmm. They're watching everything you're everything doing. You do. And you know, I got called out by my by my oldest son for something and I started laughing. It wasn't nothing serious, but it was, I started laughing like, "My goodness, dude, you're watch he's literally watching everything." All right. And so, um, how I talk, how I walk, how I dress, right. like even today my, the little one's like, "Dad, that 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 vest is dope." Like he just said it. But I always compliment them on how they look. He would have never said anything like that if I'm not complimenting them and building them up, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's important. Or any phone call, I can call my son right now, guarantee they're going to say, love you, dad. Right. One of the first first things they're going to say is that. It's because I'm constantly saying that to them. You're loved. We love you. Your mom and dad love you. And they need to know that. And it's, I might be a little exaggerated when I do it. Like I'm like over the top, like, oh my God, I love you so much. But yeah, it's just like I want to pour it on them because in my mind, I don't know. Like, I don't, like, I, we all have a ticker, right? And it's like, I don't know if this is the last time I can say that to them. Right, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just you got like, to, I, I'm, I'm pouring that on heavy. Oh, Isabel gets flooded with love. Uh, before <laughs> yeah. I, I leave to come here, she, yeah, she's walking me to the car. Oh. You know, she didn't want me to go. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late. Let me go. Yeah. You know, so, and, and that's because that's how I am with her. So, yeah. like, when yeah. you know, somebody's picking up tickets, I'm like, oh, Bill, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but you just gotta do it, man. Like, yeah. I never want my daughter. And again, she saw me arguing with people before. Yeah, but I never want her to think that's how life is. You yeah, know? so right. yeah, you know, what I mean, like, so if I can constantly, you know, like I take her out little little dates, I call, we attend all these father daughter events. Like, yeah, if you. If I can teach my daughter how she's supposed to be treated as a man, absolutely. Now, was I always a good man to anybody? Else? No. Yeah, but if I can teach my daughter. How a man's supposed to be, you know, treat yeah. her? Then she'll she'll take to that, you know. You yeah. know, daughters love, you know, daughters love their dads. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, I think she's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, goose heck, any input with like being a role model, um, especially for our kids? Yeah. I mean, well, I got five kids, so uh, I always say it every episode. Fifteen, <laughs> I say fifteen, but um, it was like my son. He just turned three over the weekend. And as I'm leaving, he's like, Daddy, I come with you, Dad? I'm like, no, nah, Papi, I'm going to the podcast with Theo and Dino. He's like, Daddy, I come with you, Daddy. And he's like, give me that look like, Dad. I said, like, Papi, I love you. I'll be back. I'll come back for you. And, you know, my wife is like pulling him away right, or whatever. Right, right. And I'm like, I'm driving. I'm just thinking about his little eyes right, out right. the door. And I'm like, dang, yo, this kid's breaking my heart right now. Like, I want to go back home. Forget it. Like, <laughs> that's where I want to be at with him. Right. But, yeah, it's it's you got to show them the right love and and and. Whatever you do in your household, that's what your kids are gonna pick up, and, exactly. and I see it all the time. Like I see it in my house. Like my 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 one daughter has, she's a teenager, so she's at the snappy attitude, uh-huh. and we try to correct it. We're trying to like get on him, like stop. You don't have to be nasty. And I see my my nine year old picking up on him, like uh uh-uh. uh, knock it off, you <laughs> knock it off. You're not having to add. So it's like they follow each other, right? Yeah, so then my oldest is sweet as pie. So she she had her moments. But now she's calling me she's sweet as pie. But it's like, we told him, you got to calm down. You can't always be angry about the small little things. Right. Like, there are other things to be more angry and more, more to, to, to pour your energy on, right? Instead of being angry, pour it on something else. Like, go draw something or, or go talk to one of your friends and just do that rather than being angry. Angry, it's a waste of time to be angry. Right. So I just try to tell them just to be happy and be positive and just... Do what's right and just right. always listen to what mommy and daddy say. Right, right, right. And so. I don't think kids are ever too young yeah. to, to start learning. You know, my daughter was in kindergarten last year and I was like, 
they treating you like you're in third grade. Yo, homework in the classroom, yeah. the laptops. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like they had this in so kindergarten. True. I was in kindergarten, milk cookies and nap time. That was shit, it. You know what I'm <laughs> Gym class. These yeah. kids are like learning algebra in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's true. It is true. You know, yeah. so you know, you guys. So there are. So I don't think no kids too young to learn about the important things in life. Yeah. So yeah. I won't really ever really talk to my daughter about addiction yet or anything like that. Those type of things, of course. But I clearly let her know that yeah. you know drugs are bad and things like yeah. that, and, yeah. she, and she knows what I do. Yeah, you know she's not stupid. But like the cigarettes, my thing is I smoke cigarettes, right? My daughter hates it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I have to lie to her all the time. I want to walk to the car real quick. You know, <laughs> I gotta get out of the car, and she'll say like, "You better not be smoking and things yeah, like yeah. that." I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta put it out, walk yeah, in the house." Yeah. You know, so those are those. But that's. Now, hopefully I'll quit. You know, yeah. I, she, uh, she, I was supposed to quit before she was born, when she was one, when she was two, when she was five, <laughs> when she was six. So, you know, one of these years I'm going to quit for my daughter. But um, it's, you know, but being like that with her about cigarettes are not good, you know, things like that. Look, she don't, you know, dad, yeah. cigarettes are not good, why you smoke? Mm-hmm. Kind of attitude. Yeah. Right. You know, so she knows. So we continue to teach our kids, um, even about like inclusion and diversity, about my daughter's mixed. My daughter's black. She's white. She knows that. Yeah. But she'll tell you, I'm not black, I'm not white, I'm Bella. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, when you yeah. got a kid that does that, you know, you know, they're smart. You know, yeah. and they're, and they're going to be kids that are going to take over and, and try to inspire other people to change, right. too. So, yeah. If you can get our, we can get our, this, and that's the other thing going back to the teen center. Yeah. So, the, to me, the vision with this teen center, too, is having these kids inspire themselves, inspire the other kids around them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, if it, it's, it, I could talk. To a million kids, any of us can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, you, if another kid is being a mentor, like look at a football and you have the captains and, you know, they're, they're, they're basically mentors. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's leadership, Absol- right? right? Absolutely. So if you have, you if you can build that with mentoring in a sense of like at the teen center we're trying to do, oh man, we're, gonna, we're, we're definitely going to outgrow the building that the, the space we got now is probably as big as your space. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're going to outgrow that. I, I'm pretty sure before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have to get the mall. Uh, the mall's gonna give us. I have to gonna give us a bigger spot. Yeah, I guarantee. It. That's yeah, awesome. you know. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned for that. That's gonna be amazing, though, man. I can't wait. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Goose, what about you? Anything? No. Well, my daughter, she's 15, so she's going through that phase where she wants like nice clothes, good quality stuff. So we we just been. <laughs> I mean, for for the past few years, we've been instilling like work ethic. Or, earn your own stuff like earn what you want like yeah. you gotta work for it no one's just gonna give it to you right. even though she knows deep down inside I'll give it to her in my head but I still gotta like make sure she's gonna earn it in a way right. whether, whether it's at home or she gotta look a little job so like that's just and then work ethic she's working and then man, manage your own money don't just oh yeah I worked at it I worked Right. All weekend, I made whatever, 50 bucks or 100 bucks. Now, in my mind, I just want to get rid of it, spend it, no, right. yeah. learn how to save, whatever. And those are things that, like like you were saying, school's upbeat on certain things, but they're, they're not teaching everything right. true life. Right. So those are the things that we, as parents, got to kind of teach them right. and, like, instill them. But like you said, they're, they're watching us. So I can't tell her to save money when I'm just blowing money out the doors, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like she's watching us. The same thing with, like, like affection. Like, if I'm walking in the kitchen, I'm hugging my wife, whatever, and she walks in, I turn around and do the same thing to right, her, right, too. Right, right. Just give her that equal affection that she's yeah. not left out. Right, right. And like you said, that's you want to teach your daughter on how she should be treated from a man. Right, right. So that's what, that's what she's going to seek, someone that's right. going to do that. Like, oh, this kid, he's he's smart, whatever, but he's not affectionate like right. I want. You know what I mean? Right, so it's right, just, right. So there's little things. Like, yeah, you nailed it all on, but like... Um, she's 15, so I'm a couple years ahead of you with it. Right. But it's like it's it's tough, and now it's like she's gonna she's in tenth, she's going to 10th grade. She's already like has an, a ballpark of what colleges she kind of wants to go to and stuff like that. And it's scary. Right. She's gonna go out to college. Might be another state. Right. Well, I gotta gotta pretty much hand her to the world. Let her freaking figure it out. But it's tough. But if you instill the right like ethic in her work ethics and everything she'll stay focused and she'll do what she has to do Uh, i raised in my previous relationship i raised macho ashley and isaiah and you know ashley was six isaiah was five macho was 11 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I raised, I was with their mom 12 years. So, you know, clearly I raised them up yeah. As, yeah. to be adults. Um, Macho lives with me now, actually. So he's 32, 28, 26. So, wow. You know what I mean? So, wow. you know, and, you know, I'm still dad to them, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so I had that experience in yeah. a sense okay. of watching yeah, 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 that. Yeah. yeah. That. So when it comes to Isabella, from zero to six, I was like, all right, I don't know nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing. This is my yeah. first time, you know. <laughs> yeah. you know. Ashley wasn't a baby. She was right. six, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. as soon as my daughter turned six, I was like, ah, I got this. Yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah. you know, Ashley, I did the same thing with Ashley, you know, um, that is how I'm doing with my daughter now. Took her on dates, showed her how the man's supposed to be treated, you know. Um, you know, she went to college before she, you know, gave herself to somebody, you know. She just now had a baby um, a couple, uh, last year, you know what I mean? She, you know, she went to college, she did all those things that she mm -hmm. needed to do. So, yeah. Yeah. as her stepfather, I'm proud. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And me and her dad are like tight. You yeah. Know? I mean, we're yeah. really close. So, but as her stepfather and her dad, I'm proud of her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Macho, you know, he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing in his life. Zaya, he, I mean, he went through some medical issues with a you know, liver transplant, but even to this day, now he this kid this kid wasn't supposed to live past a certain age. He's yeah. twenty seven, twenty whatever, twenty six, twenty seven. You know, yeah. so you know, so you know, and these kids are are amazing people today. So I know that when it comes to my daughter, I'm good. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, yeah. like I'm good as long as I keep myself good. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Then my daughter's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. So and I'm not even worried about me per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna be good. So yeah. yeah. So um, to go back to to rewind. For camp for kids, right? You jumped on this opportunity that you were presented with. So, for the listeners out there, what's your recommendation to anyone trying to achieve their dreams and goals in life? And I want to frame it because I saw we see it all the time, right? People was like, "My plan," and it's like a picture, it's like a stick figure, <laughs> and it's like a straight line up to success. And then it's like God's plan, and it has like all these dips and jumping over fire and jumping over coal and all this other stuff. The importance of, and as you said, you know, you had to maybe shift some things over with no more pain, and you jumped on this opportunity. In your mind, it may not have panned out what in your head what it was, but. You know, obviously God's plan is always greater, but you didn't shy away from what was presented. You jumped on it, right? Uh -huh. And that, that uh, I commend you for that. And you weren't just like, oh no, but I got to work on this. You weren't stuck. Right. And that's that's actually really hard to do. Right. That's a hard decision to make, uh, to kind of pause on one thing, jump on an opportunity when it presents itself. A lot of people just want to like, no, my plan is this. I'm going to stay stuck over here, and then you're, they're missing all this greatness over here. This is the true plan. Can you just speak to that? And 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 and, the, and simple man, yeah. God, yeah, absolutely, God, bro. Um, uh, and I truly believe that. I started going to church. Yeah, and it wasn't about me just going to church. I just started. Antoine invited me to his church. I said, oh, let me check out your church. It was a cool church. Just you know, I started going. Yeah, and it just I feel like it was God. Like yeah. you know, I mean, it's not like um I wasn't a faithful. You know, I believe in God and I'm a Christian. But I just started going to church. I started praying when I'm at church. Yeah. You know, when they, when they, you know, they're saying to pray, but yeah. I I'm, I'm literally took the opportunity to pray. Yeah. Um, and like, again, like just, you know, you got the no more pains, not eight years in of trying to get funded. Yeah. That's a long time. That's a long time. Pounding the pavement, like, yeah. Putting yourself out there, hey, that's what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and for sure. Just, you know, the right people are biting, but they're only biting to a certain degree. Right, right. You know, right, and then right. they, right. you know, they fall off. Um, so I was literally, like kind of like almost how you guys play. I saw Pearson that yeah. same night I'm seeing you guys. Yeah, it was kind of I'm like, damn, and I'm making a decision with my board. I have a board, so everything yeah. I do is in a board. Yeah. So I'm talking to my president, and I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking about just. So my last fundraiser I had in April. Yeah. Fifteen people showed up. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. When I, you know, when I put so much. Yeah, money and time and energy yeah. into it. Yes, it was it was it was not good. Yeah, um, not good. So I kind of was like, you know what? It's time to chill. Yeah, but that opportunity presented itself before that. Mm. You know what I mean? But it was mm -hmm. more like God pushing me that way. Like, all right, look, 
you still can do no more your no more pain, but why don't you check what these people are offering you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It may yeah. go some, may not. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but again, if it doesn't, I don't care. The experience that they're giving me is just it's gonna help me, bro. It's just yeah. not not even in on a resume, just in general in life and just knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. You're gonna let me go to a camp and be a camp counselor for all these different kids. You're like open the door for me to really change so many lives, bro. You know what I mean? Like, when we're adults, like I said, mentoring adults is great. You can change people's lives. Yeah. But if you could get a kid... Yeah. Early on, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. It's a difference. So, yeah. you know, being a part of those things and, and having that opportunity is just a blessing. I think it's all God, bro. Yeah. All God. The teen center of God. Me and Antoine's relationship and how we connected. Yeah. God. Yeah. That started off with me. I used to do everything's given. I would give my turkey plate. Yeah. As soon, as soon as we prayed over our meal, I would take that turkey plate, leave, drive to Philly, give it to the homeless guy, come back, make me a different plate, and sit down and eat what I found. Wow. Every Thanksgiving. Wow. So I was like, damn, how can I make that bigger? Yeah. You know, saw Antoine at shop. I'm like, yo, let's, Thanksgiving, you know, I usually do this one family, man. I'm trying to do more. All right, let's do 25. All right, so 25 turns out to be 100. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how that connection with me and Antoine started and then putting Dante in the mix and Dante's you know connection in his brain and yeah. you know what I mean you yeah. know it's, it's a no brainer so all three of us three amigos whatever you want to call us yeah. you know together that you know so everything I do is try to inspire and I hope they I'm pretty sure they feel the same way about me it's like sure every person I talk to or network with I want to be able to inspire mm-hmm. yeah to do other things and if I inspired Antoine and Dante then that's my goal was accomplished and I, I I found brothers you know what I mean absolutely you know what I mean so it's deeper than that connection is deeper than anybody will ever know so when you see us doing these videos we're all serious about it we really want people to donate and be a part of it yeah you know and, and just again I'll go back to get involved <laughs> it's the most important thing you can do in our in your own community is get involved yes mm-hmm Yep. Well, regardless if you're in Newtown or Bristol Borough, whether you're in Ben Salem or, you know, one of these other rich neighborhoods up north, you know, yeah. whatever, get yeah. involved. Yeah. Somebody's going through something, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's whether it's um, drugs and alcohol, you know, um, you know, like I used to say when we talk about Kensington before, you rip a blanket off of Bucks County, it's going to look like Kensington. Yeah. You know, we just up here, it's more covered and sheltered. So, you know, get involved in those things like... I'm not going to stop talking about addiction. I'm not going to stop talking. I'm not going to stop talking about racism and inclusion and diversity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always going to be a voice for those things. Um, like even with the women's rights. I'm somebody who went through five different girls who made the decision to abort yeah. when I wanted to be a father. And I'm still for women's rights. You know, so, you know, you know, I don't, you know, you get in these violent things, you got to think of what's positive, what's right, what's going to influence mm-hmm. people, what's going to change lives. So, yeah. you know, when I, you, to know my whole story, which I'm working with somebody who's going to actually help me tell it. Yeah. My story's deep. And and, yeah. and, and all these different things that you see me talking about, I'm ex- I either experience it personally or somebody who I know is going through it. So, you know I mean, I don't know if I, was, if I was on track with the question, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was perfect. You know, I go, <laughs> <laughs> So, don't mind me. If you don't shut me up, I'll talk, man. You'll be a two-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So if, if folks wanted to uh, reach out to you for all the initiatives that you're, you're involved in or anything, what, what's the best way they can connect with you? Call me. <laughs> 215-416-5248. Uh, my email is just nomorepaininc215 at gmail or Facebook Messenger. Any way you can get to me, get to me. Through a friend. You know a friend knows a friend knows me. Get to me, man. You know, because... Though that experience I just shared with you guys at the Puerto Rican Day Parade, yeah. hopefully there's more people out there who felt that way. Not just about me, about anybody who, yeah, yeah, who yeah. changed their lives. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not selfish when I come to anything I do in the community. Yeah. You know, I want to network with anybody. You know what I mean? I want to do these things. So those are, get at me, reach me however you can. Like, again, we got the, tomorrow night, we got the Comedy Meets Poetry IMD put together for my organization over here at um, what's the King King George, King George. George. So that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So I know tickets are sold out there, so I can't. I'm not really promoting it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if you bought tickets for that, you know you'll see me over there because um, he's donating money to my organization from that. So wow. that's going to be great. So IMD, thank you. Um, again, we got the Camp for Kids. That's August 25th through the 28th. We still look for men counselors. These are kids from the age of eight to thirteen. Uh, 8 to 17 um, 
the teen center. We need volunteers for that. We got pantry at the, at the Chamonix Mall. We need donations for that. Get at me, man. You know, yeah. so yeah. and see me in the community. And, and again, like I do a lot of um, talking and speak. So if people need me to come to speak uh, places or schools, me, Antoine, Dante, we do that together. So yeah, we want to we want to get out here more in the prisons and the jails and the schools and talk. You know, when the epidemic, Harry epidemic was going big. You know, they're in the schools. Yeah. You know, the chamois, stand up the chamois. I was a part of all that. Yeah. They got away from it, you know. Um, like addiction still not existing in our community. Right. You right. know, so, you know, we got to continue to, like I always say, like even with the Black Lives Matter, don't fall off from, from speaking about it. Because yeah. as soon as you're quiet, something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you got to get back out there. Oh, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Keep talking about it. Keep talking about inclusion and diversity. Keep keep being a voice. No, no matter if they keep telling you, no, you know you have a past. I don't care. Don't let that stop you from mm -hmm. continuing to move forward. Continue to. We're all gonna fall. We're gonna trip. I got caught up, you know, a couple months ago. You know that I gotta take accountability for for my yeah. actions and move on. Yeah. Right. You know, and I that's what I do in my life. Absolutely. I move on. So, at uh, 21 years old, I went to jail for five and a half years. Wow. You know, I mean, on 112 charges. Of course, somebody's going to tell me 20 years from now, remember, you have a past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. So, but I, I tell myself that every day. Like I said earlier, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I already tell myself that. Yeah. No, Mars, why aren't you where you, you know, you had <laughs> stupid decision you made at 21. So if I can go back to a kid who's 20, 20 years old and say, hey, at 21, I made these mistakes and here I'm at 48 still reaping from that shit. If that can't change somebody's mind, yeah, yeah. then they're on their own. And I'll tell them, you know, if that can't change your mind, then you're on your own, bro. You want to wait till you're 48 to, and you're still trying to figure it out? You know, yeah, I'm still trying to figure yeah. it out. You know I mean? I'm about detailing, you know, it's, it's the weather, all this stuff with the gas. Ain't doing as good. So, you know, I go through these things. I got to make it work, but it's God. Yeah. Every month, God provides, so I pay my bills. You know, God will come through. Yeah. So as long as you, you know, you, you have whatever faith you are and believe in it and stay positive, you'll, you'll change the world. So, I love it that. No, when he was, uh, it just clicked into my head when he was saying, like, I know I got to pass. I can, it just reminded me of um, Eminem and the 8 Mile. You know, like, they battle each other. Yeah. yeah. He he pulled out all his guts. Yeah, I'm a skinny white guy, blah, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. And, like, he just went off. And then he stopped. He's like, now what do you got to say? Right. And no, they couldn't even bat, like they couldn't even battle him. They, they right. had nothing to say. He shut everyone up. He just poured out all his dirty, his dirt out there. Right. So like, all right, now what? I'm, I'm How are you gonna clown me now? How are you gonna clown me? I just told you everything. Yeah. I'm working on this poem called "Walking While Black," right? And it's it's basically about when all this Black Lives Matter started recently. You know, Bucks County and all that. They put this video out called "Walking While Black," and it dictates a you know being black in the community, right? And how you're treated unfairly and all these things, right? So. It's funny how, you know, things I'm going through, it's like, almost like, well, well what happened to Walking While Black? You know, so I'm in the process of writing this dope-ass poem, so yeah. it's going to be fast. So, <laughs> you know, I'll spit some of it, but I don't, I don't got it all together. But yeah. once I put it together, man, I put it out there, it's going to explain. Because actually, when I post a poem that's about me, I always say, this one's a real one. Yeah, yeah, if it ain't yeah. about me, I always give it back to you. Because I'll write a poem about addiction. Somebody's calling my phone. Yo, you okay? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a yeah. poem, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I started putting, uh, this poem was some a, a story once told to me. Sure. Yeah, right. So people don't start calling. Bro, trust me. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Bro, it's a poem, bro. <laughs> It's a poem of suicide, and you know, yeah. yeah, I'm good. But you know, so, uh, but this poem, man, just basically, I was gonna do it like you said, like putting it out there. That's why. Remember, I told you, I, I, I got some stuff to get off my chest. You know, that's what, it, yeah, basically what you were saying. Like, yeah. I'm gonna tell the world what you know what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. you see Mars Derry out there. He's doing these things in the community. That's what he does. But yo, he's still human. Right. You know, I'm not no. Who am I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm Mars Derry from No More Pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I mean, who am I? I'm not Alan Iverson or, you know, it's Donald Trump or nobody big. You know, nobody big. I'm Morris Terry. So if I still got to be like, oh, yeah, come on, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all just crazy. I mean, that's people watch. Nice. But it's all crazy. So <laughs> I don't know why I was going with that. I just threw myself off again. But <laughs> <laughs> any, any, final, any final words? <laughs> My final words would be this, man. Honestly, man. Stay who you are, man. Be real. Never change who you are. Never be afraid to ask for help. Never be afraid to seek help. You know, I say that because I'm somebody who, you know, sometimes I got to seek help. Hey, sometimes I got to go here. Sometimes I got to go talk to somebody myself. Hey, you know, you know, I need to talk to somebody. You're never, and again, I'll leave with that quote I said, to be a, uh, to be a real, 
uh, role model is to be willing to share your trials and your trials and tribulations as you experience them. Mm. I want the world to see me. I'll always post about my good sides, but if I'm going through something and I post about it, then you know you know I'm real. Yeah, mm. you know sure. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I'll leave with that. I love it. Thanks for joining this, us. I want to hear the Theodore Roosevelt quote. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we like to close things out with quotes. And the first one is by uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin, my bad. That's all right. The only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today. And the second one by Colin Powell. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Camp for Kids, in this episode, the crew welcomes back special guest Morris Derry. We cover topics that range from summer camp for kids, teen center community updates, relationships, mentorship, opportunity, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Franklin D. Roosevelt and Colin Powell. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.